Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Crack a Can. If you have a short memory, I am Andrew, I'm one of the other hosts along with Ross and Kristen. Tonight we are speaking to somebody very special. Um, homegrown aspiring artist has just released her debut novel titled An Air Comes to Rise. The one, the only, Chloe Pengaranda. Thank you very much for joining us, Chloe. Glad to be here. How are we? How are you keeping? Yeah, doing well. Doing well, just... Locked down like everybody else in the country, but uh, isn't, isn't that just it? <laughs> um, so obviously we'll, we'll get into the book. Everything you've, you know, you know, it must have been a really exciting past couple of weeks for you. Um, but we'll get the important stuff out of the way first. So we're on crack a can. What's what's your weapon of choice tonight? Uh, I've done not much of a, a drinker to be honest. So um, I've got a Red Bull with me. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's that's perfectly. That's quite all right. Um, we do we do have that, we do have people on who, who don't drink, so it's always a kind of question of what's, what they're going to have, but it's fine. Last week we interviewed a guy called Kieran who brought on two bottles, and I think it, I think the idea of the show kind of missed them, but we, we still want them. <laughs> no, that's, that's perfectly all right then. Um, so, so yeah, so just, I mean, just to kind of delve into it, I mean, An Air Comes to Rise, so it's your debut novel, um, tells the tale um, of an orphan called Faith who lives in this mythical, magical kingdom um, called... Uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Ungardia? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> so glad I got that right from the start. Um, well, why don't, why don't we tell, why, why don't you let us, you know, discuss, you know, when somebody's just pick up this book, you know, just looking at the cover, just looking at it, you know, what 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 would you expect potential readers, you know, from the get-go, what's, what's in store for them? I mean, the, the worst part, I mean, authors, they can, they can write, you know, 100, 10k novels and then when you get asked to summarise their book that's kind of <laughs> out the window but um, I mean as a young adult fantasy novel um, to begin with so book one book two is very young adult kind of targeted audience um, but I mean I've got readers you know that are older than the sort of typical young adult age range that yeah. these kind of books like myself I'm 24 but I would read young adult fantasy it's one of my favorite genres um but yeah I mean there's somebody <laughs> it's kind of how you said it um it's about this girl called Faith and um she kind of discovers that she's got these abilities that no human should have and um, mm-hmm. so it's in a world to do with sort of humans and Faith are the two main species in there and um it is a high fantasy novel so it's, it's not in this world it's it's an unguardia it's, it's yeah. a different world altogether and um, so yeah it's kind of how it is summed up yeah so if you were to again that sounds that's the kind of stuff that um well admittedly i'm more of an audio book kind of guy but you know when, when i'm reading so to speak yeah fantasy is the um is one of my interests as well like when it comes to when it comes to comparisons, I know I know you can really ask somebody to compare their book, but if you were to say, um, you know, people who like the likes of, uh, I mean, what I'm getting is maybe like Artemis Fowl, Game of Thrones, that that kind of that kind of world, or maybe something a wee bit different. It's not it's not as like dark as I mean, it does get darker as the series goes on, but um, initially it's not as dark as like Game of Thrones. It's not as gory, not as sexual. Yeah. Um, it's more. I mean, when I was. Um, writing these books it's more within the audience I don't know if you've heard of the author Sarah J Mass. she has these, this big series um Throne of Glass is what mm-hmm. it's called and um, it's a big hit series so yeah anybody who kind of likes those books is kind of my target audience would like oh, right. okay. you know, kind of books. Uh, but yeah kind of 
fantasy is in it's not quite Lord of the Rings kind of style, but <laughs> yeah, um, definitely high fantasy, different world kind of kind of stuff. Good stuff. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've got you. Um, so, uh, I mean, just talking about that, like you know, the, the expansive world of that. I know that you know the original idea is that you want to have this across five books. Is it? I'm thinking five. I've got plans for maybe a sixth, but following a different character. So, but at least All right, five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you said there, just I kind of picked up and you said first and you know the first and second book, you know, kind of the same, and then when it goes on from that, it grows a wee bit. So is that a kind of that's just the evolution of faith in this case? You know, just how she goes from book it's one to book of, five. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, book one is following faith. It's mostly to do with her, but a lot more characters and a lot more like other species get introduced. So it does mm. go down a slightly darker path, and there's more sort of mature themes. Sort of book three onwards, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, still within the young adult genre, um, but it does get a bit darker, and there's there's darker characters. And yeah. Things like that. So if you, um, so I mean, to have an interest in this, you know, is that something you've always, you know, you've always been into into your fantasy, your kind of folklore, you know, is that where you draw from? Have you always been a fan of that? genre so yeah absolutely I mean it was I mean from young teens I've always liked fantasy it was more kind of werewolves and vampires and things yeah. back then but, <laughs> um yeah I've always read I've always been an avid reader um I did used to write very bad <laughs> very bad writing when I was younger um used to publish someone like these free websites like Wattpad and things but mm -hmm. um, yeah it wasn't quite I only got into sort of Faye is, is the other species that isn't human and um, when I picked up Sarah J Massey's books and yeah. um, when I started getting into those and there's there's a big interest in that kind of book right now so um, and it's what I love so I can just go with that. I see the front cover um, and this was a wee, a wee nugget of information that actually came from your brother <laughs> but that was you you came up with the concept from that and then was it a designer you you gave it to just to like kind of finally bring it to life? Yeah, so I mean, I knew exactly how I wanted the book to look. Mm, um, I'm, yeah. quite, I'm quite particular, um, which was why self-publishing was kind of a good step for me because I, yeah. I just I like to have control. But um, yeah, I had it sort of mapped out. Um, the illustration, the illustration and the design is two different people. Um, yeah. So my cover artist, um, Alice Maria Power, she's she's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I gave her, you know, my concept, and she took it and she gave me sketches and then we we went from there um, and it came out so much better than I could have imagined. Yeah. Good, good. Um, the designer, the cover designer, I knew where I wanted the words, I knew where I wanted everything, uh, but yeah. she just put that all together uh, for me. No, oh, good stuff. I, I know. I know exactly how it is. Like, like especially when you do it at the college as well. You have you have your own image in your head. And yeah. uh, did you? Was a part of you? Because I know, admittedly, I'd kind of be the same. Was there part of you that? Because you've done everything yourself up to this point, was there, you know, um, a wee, you know, a wee voice in the head saying, "I oh, just, you know, just do this yourself." Because of his years, was there somewhat of a difficulty to hand that to somebody else to finish it off, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I knew I couldn't do the illustration myself. I mean, I do, I have done a digital art before, and I'm not mm -hmm. bad, but um, I couldn't have made it to Alice's standard. So yeah. I was definitely going to pay for that. The the actual design, which is the the wording um, and all the words that are on it, and there was a part of me that did want to do that part myself. But mm. then, you know, doing all my research and that, just everybody was saying it's just better to have an outside kind of guy yeah. to um, put that together. 
yeah, so I, yeah. I, I did, but it came out exactly how I had mapped it out. Like I, exactly. I, I'd, I'd put it together myself anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just hired someone to, um, yeah, put up, put it in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and, and of course, like the, the, I mean, the final result looks fantastic. Like it does, yeah. It you know, it's definitely the best result. Um, do you think you would have felt any differently had you have done it through an outsiding, an outsiding, an outside publishing company? So I mean, I did, I did a lot of research before deciding to self-publish because obviously it's, it's so much bigger financial commitment and you know financial loss if it if it doesn't go well. Um, sure. but. Traditional publishing, I think there's two main reasons I didn't go down that route or even try to go down that route. And one was time and control, basically. And yeah. um, so a, a traditional publishing deal, I mean, you've got to first get an agent. It can take years before anybody even, you know, decides to take a chance. And then even if you did get a publishing house deal, they can hold on to your script for mm-hmm. another couple of years after that. And I, I just didn't want to wait that long to, to get the book out. Um, was probably the, the main point that yeah. didn't that way. Mm. Would you have said, you know, COVID, the whole situation, everything, lockdown, did that give you the opportunity to actually sit down and do all this research to do that? Or were you doing it, you know, pre-world lockdown? <laughs> no, for sure. I think, um, you know, the first ever lockdown really gave me, you know, you're sitting in the house, you're, you're vegetabling, um, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... I mean, I've written books before and I've, I've gotten to a certain point and um, sort of stopped, you know, years ago. Uh, but when the first lockdown happened, I kind of I sat down and I just, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I swear to God, it was like waking up, writing, going yeah. to bed. Like, it was all I was doing. I was like forgetting to feed myself and I just got this first book done. So that was like out and, you know, it was kind of an achievement. It was kind of like the most, the most I'd ever written before. Yeah, um, so it's not a small thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of when I thought um, I feel like I've got something here. Like if I, if I feel this passionately about it, that um, I just I wanted to to see it to the finish line, basically, and get it out there. Oh. Now, that now that it was done. As the saying goes, you know, you you draw or writers like draw from personal experience. Would you say there's any part of this book that has like something from your life in it? Any themes, um, or is it just like purely this? You've you've created this expansive myth- mythological worlds like just I mean in terms of like of things and um actual events that happened I'd say most of them are made out but um I'd say Faith and, and some of the other characters some of the darker characters a lot of the parts of me are in those characters and mm-hmm. um, there's so many things that I can relate to in each character and I mean that was kind of the goal was to have the characters pretty relatable to other people as well you know so mm-hmm. some of the dark things some of the the happier things and um, I'd say the characters have a lot of me in them more than mm-hmm. you know actual events that happened in the world yeah for sure I mean I've had a few um comments of people saying yeah I really aspire to be how brave Faith is and she really makes me want to be you know she's quite a strong character mm-hmm. um she's um yeah she really stands up for herself um and and for her friends and her family so yeah I have had a few comments and it's been absolutely it's- yeah it just makes everything worth it when people say yeah well I aspire to be kind of like that and I felt you know connected to that character yeah. is, is one of the best, best exactly so in terms of you know so you're saying you get the, you, you these five books maybe a sixth of that will lead into a new character you know I always like to ask you know you know what's what's the, what's the big dream what's the thing that you you know you know movie tv series like what's the 
you know, in 20 years, what would you want to see I mean, from now? I mean, yeah, I've had a few people, you know, comment, oh, it'll be the TV, it'll be the, the, the movies next, but I mean, the chances of that happening are so <laughs> slim. But um, I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind, but then part of me is like, you know, I've seen so many TV ad adaptations that just mm. don't totally kill the book. So um, yeah, there's always a way to say that way. But I think for me, it would just be to, to just grow an audience. Um, yeah. Or get to the scale of the likes of you know Sarah Jane Mass and 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 folk like that, um, and just have readers and a franchise. I would I would love to see it you know get a franchise. I have so much planned for this kind of world mm -hmm. that I can just I can see you know things getting made for it, and not necessarily you know TV and anything that crazy, but um, just like merchandise and and just having a readership and you know people that it's like yeah you know you get a place to go. Do you, what would you what would you say to someone who um, was was in your position before you started? Not so much before you started writing this, but before you started actually making your moves, like uh, like starting the, the publishing house. Like if someone was watching this video right now and they're sitting there thinking, "I've got a book. I've got a book idea." What you know? What's the what's the Chloe Pena and the take on it? How, what would you say is the next step? Oh man! Um... Just to put you in the spot, then of course. <laughs> Um, I'd say the growth is small. I mean, I started off on Instagram with no followers and, you know, there was just constant times where I was like, you know, building followers is so hard and it's so easy to, to put yourself down and just thinking, well, no one's going to like the book if no one's following me and no one's going to like the book if, you know, they're not liking your posts. And um, I think social media is great, but it's also very unhealthy as well. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely taking a step back from... From social media um, and it will grow as you grow um, yeah. as well and yeah I don't have much more advice than that <laughs> other than, um, yeah I think that was the biggest biggest sort of demon for me was overcoming the the fear of not being well received and the, the growth and the finding you know it's, it's about and I'm so I, I keep forgetting that this book's only been out for you know three three weeks no, no, 25th of February mm -hmm. came out um, it's only been a few weeks whereas you know on Instagram I've got these author friends that have had books out for like a year or two years and even a couple of months that just seem to be doing better and then I keep forgetting that I'm still a little baby um, yeah, here, yeah. You know, like, like be patient basically I mean uh, I have pretty good short-term patience but not very good long-term patience so I'm like trying to trying to <laughs> yeah you know, pedal of eight so much faster than it can go. Um, but just patience. I think it's patience and drive is, is what it's going to take. What so far has been your, your highest high? What's been the biggest, biggest positive you've had to date um, with, you know, from from writing the first words and up until now? It's hard to say. I think, I mean, just seeing it come to print was just a big, I mean, even when I had, you know, dozens of copies sitting there staring and staring at me it's it's, it's quite surreal to see it all mm -hmm. going from your computer going through so many stages you know it took just over a year I think to get it all come together you know through the editor and the cover artist and things like that yeah it took about a year where you can't complain with that because with the traditional publishing maybe we're waiting like four to five years mm -hmm. um so I think it was just holding that kind of first copy and just feeling you made it is it's not out in the world yet but you've, you've written a you've, book you've and, got it mm -hmm. yeah 
you know, there, there's plenty of authors out there and it is a big pool to try and, you know, stand out in. But very, they, a lot of people do say very few people actually make it to writing a full book. So um, it, it, was, it was hard to accept that that was an achievement because I was like, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I wrote it all and that was, it all came together. Um, and you had the full manuscript there, but a lot of people don't make it that far. So that, that was that was a good achievement. Right. So obviously, so the book is out, it's been out for the it came out on the 25th of February. It's available on, and correct me if I'm wrong here, so um, Amazon, Waterstones, Barnes and Noble, and uh, it's on Kindle. So if you have Kindle account, you can read it for free. Is that correct? If you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. Otherwise, it's still, still in, you can still get it on Kindle, but it's a paid ebook. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, you can stop. So basically, any of your main, um, your main book, but um, I was going to say manufacturers there, any of your book retailers, you can get it on. Yeah. Um, so so what have we got to look forward to? What's what's the next plan here? So from now, I know you were saying you wanted the second booth, booth, book, ideally out by August time. Um, so is that what you're looking at? That's what I'm looking at, and then subsequently, hopefully, every four to six months, trying to get a book out. It is really financial dependent, mostly at the time. It's not that I can't write. I mean, book three is at least halfway, if not three quarters of the way done. So, yeah, all things going well. Um, hopefully, have the series out every four to six months. Hopefully, good stuff. And we'll, we'll round it off then. Like, so if you picture yourself. In the position in the next five years you know you're you're the next you know next lord of the rings like what would what would you what would chloe just now say to chloe then if she's looking back on it um just stop doubting yourself so much <laughs> and to um not give up i mean there's been so many times where i've i've been thinking that i'm doing the wrong thing here and maybe maybe i'm not as good as i think i am um but yeah just don't compare yourself don't and doubt yourself as much and have a bit more bit more faith yeah and i think that's i think that's the best advice you can give to, to anything not even authors just i think just in life best way to be that's a, that's a really good point to actually end on that's so nice to be positive note yeah. um so again we will link everything in the comments um chloe's book um like we just discussed there most most online retailers um we have been speaking to chloe pendiranda the the amazing author of uh, An Air Comes to Rise. Um, yeah, go check it out. We'll provide all the links. Um, even if even if you've not checked it out yet, go and check it out. Give the page a look. Instagram, so you're on what? Instagram, Facebook. Um, you tried to... I do have a Twitter. It's not quite active, but mainly <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. But yeah. So, yeah, so Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, maybe it'll happen. We don't know yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, um, go give Chloe a follow. We're really excited to see how, you know, how the next year, two years, five years turns out for you. Um, and we'll be supporting you. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for speaking to us. Um, and we'll, uh, yeah, wish you all the best. We'll, we'll plug this as much as we can. And um, nothing but success for the future, we feel. Okay. Well, thanks for having me.